It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 110. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Health Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in health, fitness, and nutrition five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where you can hear some popular blogs covering health and fitness. Read to you by me, Dr. Neil. But on Fridays, we do something special. I like to take your audio questions from our website, oldpodcast.com, play them right here, and answer them for you. So what makes me the expert on some of this stuff? Well, besides having a true passion for health and wellness in general, I have my doctorate degree in public health with an emphasis in nutrition and chronic disease prevention. I'm also a certified health education specialist, a registered dietitian nutritionist, and a certified exercise physiologist or personal trainer, same thing. I am also an assistant professor and program lead for the Master of Science in Nutrition for Wellness program at Bastyr University, California, and I'm faculty at two other universities. So let's just say this stuff is my life. I also want to remind you all that on Monday, this coming Monday, I'm going to be on The Brian Copeland Show on KGO Radio in San Francisco. Every Monday, they do a segment called Motivation Monday, where they have a guest on to give listeners tips on how to improve their lives. One of the producers happened to hear this podcast and asked me to be a guest on the show. So if you happen to be listening to KGO Radio AM 810 from 3 to 3.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Monday, you might just hear yours truly on the air. Now, if you want to be a part of this show and also have a great chance to win books from us, ask a question. You can call in anytime. The number is 61 I love OHD. OHD stands for Optimal Health Daily. Or you can send a voice message in at oldpodcast.com using your computer's microphone or even your phone. It's really easy and you can do as many takes as you like. And again, we're doing special raffles for people that submit a question. So you'll definitely have a really good chance of winning books and lots more. So again, just come by oldpodcast.com to send in your question. Or simply call 61 I love OHD. This is one of my favorite parts of the show, so definitely keep sending those questions in. And with that, let's hear today's question as we start optimizing your life. My question is about fasted cardio. Um, I see a lot of people posting on social media and talking about it. Um, I want to know what the actual benefits to it really are. I know it has something with the um, fat, the efficiency of fat burning in the body. Um, but I don't know if maybe you could take it into a little more detail for me. Thank you. Thank you for your question, Melissa. In fact, the timing of your question couldn't have been more perfect. I just happened to discuss this very topic with my students this past week during class. Some of them had also heard about this idea of not eating before completing their cardiovascular workout. And so we discussed the potential benefits and drawbacks to this idea. So let's dive right in. Now, I must remind you that being in a fasted state simply means you haven't consumed any foods or drinks containing any significant amount of calories for a while. Now, how long is a while? Well, it kind of depends on who you ask and the situation involved. For example, before you go in for routine blood tests, like getting your cholesterol and blood sugar levels checked, your doctor may recommend that you fast for at least eight hours before going to the lab and having your blood drawn. Now, before going in for a body composition analysis with one of those bod pod machines, which basically tells you how much fat versus muscle you're carrying on your body, they may tell you to fast for four hours beforehand. 
Then, in other cases, fasting may last days and even weeks. Most of the studies on fasting and exercise looked at folks fasting from anywhere from 8 to 12 hours. This is sometimes called the overnight fast, since most of us lucky enough to get this many hours of continuous sleep technically won't be eating or drinking during these hours. Now, why would working out on an empty stomach potentially be a good thing? Researchers are discovering that by not eating before you perform aerobic activity, like running or jogging, cycling, etc., your body is forced to burn fat as its major source of energy. If, however, we eat something before we go for our run, we will burn less fat for fuel. For most of us, one of our goals is to lose body fat, or at least keep it to a low percentage of our overall body weight. So burning more fat during a workout sounds like a great thing, and it is. Brazilian researchers recently performed a meta-analysis on how much fat was burned when exercising in a fed versus a fasted state. Recall that a meta-analysis basically means that the researchers looked at a bunch of studies that were already published on this same topic and tried to find out what the overall consensus was. Sure enough, they found that the body burned more fat as fuel when folks hadn't eaten over the past 8 to 12 hours. But, you knew there had to be a but somewhere. Here's what the researchers also said, and I quote, It is necessary to take care when prescribing this strategy in practice. These findings should not be extrapolated as long-term effects, especially with the aim of reducing body fat, as there is insufficient evidence of effectiveness and safety. Basically, these researchers are saying, yes, by performing aerobic or cardiovascular exercise in a fasted state, will make the body burn more fat as fuel. But they admit that before you go and try this for yourself, thinking it's going to help you eventually cut down your body fat, think again. There are no studies that look at whether this actually translates to the loss of actual body fat. So far, researchers are finding that the body uses more fat as fuel, but it doesn't always come from stored fat in your fat cells. We have what are called free fatty acids floating around our bloodstream constantly. So who's to say the body's not using those free fatty acids as fuel instead? In fact, the researchers argued that this is likely the case. So rather than shrinking our fat cells, the body may just be burning the fat that's floating around anyways. You may think, well, isn't that still a good thing? If we're removing fat from our bloodstream, won't that reduce our risk for having a heart attack or stroke? Maybe, maybe not. We need some fat in our bloodstream too. Plus, we have to weigh the potential risks and benefits of fasting before a workout. For example, take a moment. Can you think of any situations where by not eating before a workout, the individual would be placing themselves at risk for some serious complications? The first thought that comes to my mind would be swimming. I would never recommend someone jump in a pool and start swimming laps after having fasted for 8 to 12 hours. Why? Well, when an individual's blood sugar gets too low by not eating, fainting happens. If you faint in a pool, you drown. I also wouldn't recommend fasting before a workout for pregnant women. Yes, working out when you're pregnant is very safe, depending on the type of exercise. But I would not recommend a pregnant woman fast before she works out. Ditto for those with diabetes, or children and adolescents, or the elderly for that matter. In fact, I would be cautious before recommending anyone try this. Having low blood sugar is actually far more dangerous in the short term than having high blood sugar. And again, when you fast, you're basically going to have low blood sugar because you haven't eaten. If the brain doesn't get enough fuel in the form of food, fainting and even falling into a coma can occur. Likely, even before fainting does occur, 
the person may start to feel weak, nauseated, they may have difficulty speaking clearly, may begin suffering from cold sweats, and on and on and on, all of which would definitely affect the workout. So while short-term studies are finding that we may burn more fat during our cardio workouts while in a fasted state, to me, I would caution anyone before trying this themselves. At the very least, be sure you have some carbohydrate-rich foods nearby in case you do decide to try it and experience any of the symptoms I just mentioned. And remember, just because you're burning more fat during your workout doesn't mean you will actually lose real body fat. The researchers themselves said that. Thank you again for the question, Melissa. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you want to be on this show and have a really good chance to win free books, come by oldpodcast.com to submit your question or call 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. There's a good chance it'll be played and answered right here on this podcast and you'll be entered into those drawings to win books every month. And that wraps up 110 episodes of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for all the support so far. Thank you for sending in your questions. Definitely keep them coming. We'll continue the show on Monday and don't forget to check out KGO Radio AM 810 between 3 and 3.30 Pacific time where I'll be on the Brian Copeland Show. For more information, check out his website at briancopeland.com. I'll continue on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show, and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.